0: There we go. We got it.
1: We are live. And alive. And alive.
0: I think so, at least. I also hope that uh, I fixed the problem where logic just stops. I think I solved that problem as well. What well, was it? The same thing? No, I think the problem was that I needed more space. Because I think that logic was recording, taking up space. And oh. so I took all of my uh, Final Cut files and just put them on a hard drive.
2: How much... Space was not available.
0: There wasn't much left.
2: Oh, okay. It's unclear. I mean, that that might make sense. It's unclear. It, it should it, tell you about that, though. Oh, it
0: does tell me. Oh, you mean tell me like when it's out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it like, didn't it, tell it me that. It just
2: stopped, for I guess people who don't know, it just stopped recording, and yeah. then you could start recording again, and it would work just fine. Yeah, it's yeah. been doing That's that. That's the weird part.
0: It's really mm-hmm. fucking annoying, and I have... Like it's—I mean, for anyone who is like like trying to sleuth it out, you can find where my edits are. (laughs) They're—they're—they're. It's not like they're bad edits or something, but you can still find them. Yeah. Uh, But it's nice to—I'm fingers crossed. Hopefully that solves that problem, and I think I've solved the clicking problem as well. So I think we're Gucci on this one. We're
1: figuring it out.
0: I—I mean, it's—it's been figured out. Just new problems continue to arise, and all I can do is simply. And when I'm really fucking stressed out,
1: Oh, it's so responsive. Yeah. Is that new too?
0: No. I just You're I just, just not that stressed out. <laughs> I just normally not that stressed <laughs> out. And then and then after last week, I was like, fuck this. I hate this. Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen.
2: I'm Dave. I'm Adam.
0: Uh yeah, I hate this. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You're good. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Do you want You're some good. Wine?
2: I'm I'm okay. okay. I've had a headache all day.
0: Oh, wine probably won't help. I think yeah, wine fine. will
1: help with headaches.
0: Wine helps with headaches. Wine okay. doesn't yeah. give people headaches. Wine
1: was invented by the Romans for <laughs> orgies. <laughs> and orgies are not that much fun if no one wants to do it with you.
0: Did you make that up?
1: No, that's from Steve Brule.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, uh, I was gonna
2: say this is kind of like rehearsed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that felt that that felt really prepared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that skit. Look it up if you don't know it. Look it up.
0: Look it up. Um. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch some more. Are you ready? I'm go like, for it. I went to Meow Wolf on Sunday. Now, for those who don't know what Meow Wolf is, it is an awesome place. It's like a adult interactive art exhibit. Um, uh, oh, is this the one? in that ten times, in times in fast. Grapevine? It's yeah, just open in Grapevine. Can like, we talk where about we
2: where the locations are?
0: Yeah, so they're in Vegas. Yeah, the, uh,
2: f- the original ones in Santa Fe. First one, Santa Fe. Yeah, Denver. Denver.
0: Vegas. And now they say this one is in Dallas, but it really is it's a not. Grapevine. No, Grapevine is
2: not Dallas. No. Isn't it in a like strip mall in it, Grapevine too?
0: No, no, it's in Grapevine Mills, which is a huge mall. Okay, it's yeah. Grapevine Mills is a massive. That's, mall. honestly that's weirder. But ask me what you what 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 there is to do in Grapevine.
1: What there is to do in Grapevine? Go
0: to Grapevine Mills. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all there is. So it's like yeah. the people who are like, because I know super fans of Meow Wolf. I yeah. know I know people who are super fans, and they are like for those who are out of state are coming to go, I'm going to Dallas. No, dumbass. we no, are going close. to Grapevine. You yep.
2: better rent a car.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, it's awesome. Like I loved, we went to the Denver one last year and I was super stoked to go to this one, but we were there with, uh, um, an eight year old girl, uh, my wife's cousin. And so it was on me to, uh, watch her and basically keep up with her around the whole thing. So it's an awesome, f- very big, long experience, but I was more or less chasing her around like she wasn't she wasn't getting she wasn't like running too far away from me but it's like she just moves at a different pace We'd yeah. go into a room and she's like wow and then out and I'm like there's other stuff in here a much faster I pace. look at it
1: no nope. should have had you should have had her tethered <laughs> no. <laughs> a leash
0: <laughs> and the funny thing is that like I, I, I recently have like told I figured out and I've told people that I'm a buzzkill at museums because like I go through them really fast I'm like it's art it's cool moving on and I, somehow people just look at it forever and I'm like well, it's I don't get it it, d- it means the, nothing stop looking at it, it. I'm the depends what it
2: is but yeah I'm usually I'm here. I'm very quick going through museums and, and it depends on the topic of the museum I did spend like four hours in the film one in uh, New that York but that makes sense yeah. right oh yeah but, if it's something you're really into, it's like it makes sense. But like I've been to all the, or almost all the Smithsonian, Smithsonian museums, and my wife and I went to all of them in like four days, and it was like because we don't, wow. we're just walking through them yeah, and yeah, we don't yeah. care a ton about it. Like if there's right. something we see that we want to, you know, see more of, we'll go see more of it. But, but. unless it's interactive, I kind of just go all right. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're really into like a specific thing that's in an exhibit, it's like you can read a lot about it if you wanted to. Yeah. You can yeah do yeah. the audio tour if you want to hear more about all of these different things, but. Yeah. You can also just walk through them, and it's okay.
0: Now, for this, you can walk through it, and it actually is really okay because there's so much shit to look at. You definitely can go back and see shit you didn't see before. Is it modular? Modular. Like, oh, like, it changes a lot? Yeah. I don't think so. They Uh, might have. Yeah, I don't think think they've changed the main ones. I think they have some rooms that are dedicated to, like, local artists because it's all done by local artists. Oh, okay. But I think that that some of the rooms, maybe, but as far as I'm not really sure. Yeah. But you will you will miss it because there are secret rooms all over the place. There are things that look like a door you can go through, but they're not. And there are things that look like a door that you shouldn't go through, but you can. Um, And they're very clear about like emergency exits are real. Everything else, just try. Right. Um, And so we did. We tried everything. We I think we found every secret room, but we didn't we didn't do everything because there's like so many. There's like a story you can follow in there. There's so much shit you can do. It's wild. Um,
2: Wait, is this the one that has the fake like? Market like store, grocery store thing? Or no, is that that's a different Vegas. one? Vegas? This okay.
0: one is a house. Okay. Um so so like you it's like you walk up, there's like a house, like setting, you can go through you can go through the front door, like the you can go through like the um like the shed, you can go through all these other entrances but you can go through it whatever order you want to and you can still see everything. Um, but so we eventually made it inside the house. All that, the house has normal rooms like a, like bedrooms and shit that lead to like other kind of cool spaces like whatever uh, and they have like a washer dryer room and this is the part where things got really fucky is that you can go through the washer dryer. That's a word now. Fucky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: That's, that's, I, that didn't, distract me
0: yeah that's a word Uh, so you can go through the washer dryer you can crawl through it and it takes you to a new place honestly
2: that's what i would expect i would be disappointed if they didn't do that
0: well so you you don't have to go through those to get to like those those rooms, but yeah. you can do that. So one of them you go through leg first. One of them you go through head first. The uh, uh, l- head first one is like a crawl thing, which is a lot of crawling if you want to. Uh, so I I start to crawl and I'm st- I get stuck. I am. Is there
1: a weight restriction or like a no
0: no 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 no. no. It's okay. just, it's just you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. I should have done it. Okay, <laughs> but so I had it's to. Okay. I had to lay. You, flat. you mean like
2: there's not a sign saying like no yeah. adults? There's not hey, a sign. Hey, maybe you shouldn't there's pass over. That yeah.
0: says hey, I know that you're huge, but don't. Yeah. Um. But so I like I got stuck, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I laid flat and was able to like kind of shimmy my way through. And then we went back all the way up around to go through the other one, which was leg first, which was supposed to be kind of like a slide, but I didn't slide. I just, I just like sat there. Were you wearing shorts? <laughs> yeah, I was wearing shorts. It's like, Yeah. Grr. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So I had to like, kind of like, just like wiggle myself down <laughs> the fucking thing. Um, I, I seriously can't say enough how much fun Meow Wolf is. It's just like, I was just, I was dead. I'd show, I show I could feel my age so much. Yeah. I can truly feel my age. It well, I mean,
2: the difference between eight and how old we are is quite a bit different. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess to be fair, though, it's not aimed at kids. Maybe this one is, but normally they're not yeah, necessarily. they're, they're kid-friendly. <laughs> kid-friendly, but it's like an all-ages kind of like art
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Uh, it's it's great for kids. It's just like fucking bright colors and shit everywhere. It's yeah. super yeah. cool. And I, I really do, like, if you're in the DFW area and you're thinking about going to Meow Wolf, go to Meow Wolf.
2: Specifically, Grapevine.
0: <laughs> if yeah. you're in
2: grapevine go see it yeah. there's no
0: reason there's nothing else for you to yeah do. if
2: you're in dallas i mean it's too far you might as well just too fly <laughs> to one of the other ones
0: <laughs> but santa fe is yeah
2: exactly back. yeah uh, it's harder to get to santa fe actually their airport's got two gates oh oh man i've been to airports like that the airport yeah. in my hometown has one gate It's kind of fun because you land and you get off on the little like the airplane like the ramp thing they have at yeah. the steps and then you go just walk around into the terminal and there's like, yeah. one security guy and he's like hey guys hey everybody i know yeah. where you're all from <laughs> welcome <laughs> Yeah,
0: um, yeah. So that was uh, that's my more of my stressor, but a relief a relief in my life was that I saw between the buried and me on Friday night
1: with our friend Bob. With our friend, Bob. he was he made a guest appearance on our Fridays. That's right, on Fun Fridays.
0: That's right, and uh, they played my favorite album from front to back, Parallax Two. I did VIP, so I got to meet them and ask questions, and we took a picture and all that good stuff.
1: Oh, I didn't see the picture.
0: Yeah, I'll show you the picture. It was, oh. it, was, it, was it was it was great. Um, yeah. Uh, great time, great experience. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of, of of interesting things throughout the whole night. But one thing that got me was one of the openers is a band called Thank You Scientist. We've seen Thank You Scientist. Yes, we have. And um, for those who don't know, Thank You Scientist is this. I, I, I guess like progressive metal, progressive rock band. Um, they have a horn section and a violin, and they have a singer that sings very, very high. Like uh, like. I'm I'm not just saying like lots of high notes, but as soon as he opens his mouth, it's like, oh yeah. yeah. He's got a very, very just like just high timbre to his voice. Yes. Um and 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 they definitely aren't for every single person, but they're they were they're really fun live because of all the people on stage. So in in their first song, I think it was, someone throws a beer on stage. And the singer in the middle of the song is like whoever who that fucking beer don't you do that again you fucking cocksucker find me in the back if you don't like the music don't do that shit again and then he sings like the rest of the song kind of bows out and like goes to the back and just chills they play another song comes up to the mic and he goes i really want to apologize for kind of how i acted about that (laughs) Uh, he's like i I, we've been on the road for a little bit i have a two-year-old and a five-month-old at home i miss my kids i miss being at home um, and for anyone who doesn't like us, don't throw shit on stage. Because if you break our stuff, that's money we're missing out on. Because you broke our stuff. And if you di- if you if you don't like it, meet me in the back after the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> I, I'll, I'll keep that part in yeah. my little yeah. for my that carries over. Yeah, <laughs> don't throw shit on stages, especially liquids. Don't, show, liquid don't throw liquid on stage. Was yeah. it a cup or a bottle? It was
0: a. It was just a beer. It was just a full beer they threw. I know. Oh, like, I, oh, I didn't. I didn't see what it, I just. Oh, okay. I just saw the liquid in the air. That's all I saw. Oh fuck. Yeah. I don't know if they went like if they had a cup and they just went like that or uh, through the. Don't video. fucking
2: do that. Maybe venues should start serving adults like sippy cups. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I was at a festival where they did that.
0: Dude, they should serve every adult beer comes in like this kind of cup that Dave's drinking out of. It's like the 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 sp- like the spill spill like, kind of proof. Yeah, yeah, it'll
1: only come out of the straw a little bit if you tip it over. I tested it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that if you if you drink enough out of the bottom, if the straw's all the way down, it won't even spill.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Sense. That's wild.
1: I love this thing. I hate that I'm this guy, but I'm
2: this guy now. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the club. Those yeah. are very trendy now, I've heard. Well, yeah, but this is like that's sh- like a good one though. A good one, yeah.
0: His doesn't have all <laughs> the motivational the shit, which is yeah. which is mine, which is the trendy one. Yeah, <laughs> I like yours though. I like mine too. I just can't bring mine anywhere; It doesn't fit in cup holders. Yours this fits one's in cup it's holders. a cup holder boy. Yeah, that's a cup holder boy for yeah. sure. That's for a cup sure. holder boy. Yeah, yeah. It didn't
2: just... used to be in my old car. My old so car that you had can cup holder so, cup holders so small I could put any drinks. That's in because cup that car was made when like Before people were cups. four foot seven yeah. as a that was a tall person. That's when that car was
1: made. That's fair. They didn't even have cups yet. Yeah.
0: the 1700s. Yeah. You just had to pour liquid
1: in your hand and it hope you didn't spill it
0: did spill. It had Bluetooth. That's that, that that's got to be a lie. <laughs> no, did. he did it himself. <laughs> I did it myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> the secret, yeah. That's why. He had to get
1: a new battery every week and a half, but because <laughs> <laughs> of the Bluetooth, <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Bluetooth. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so I, so it's a thank you, scientist, and then and then the Bear and me comes on, and I got back in the pit for the first time in a long time, and I quickly realized I shouldn't wear my wedding ring while I'm in this pit. No, uh, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. It was fine. I just like the first time I came out, I was like, oh, let's put the wedding ring in my wallet for now. Yeah, and uh, and then I got back in. It was super fun. <sighs> it was great. It was like a, It was so cathartic to just get in there and fucking go for it. To like one, like my favorite, one of my favorite albums ever. My favorite band it was just like it's what I needed. it was what I needed in that moment. Just great. can't hear the bass. Took my I took my earplugs out halfway through, yeah. and I could hear it better. Yeah. It was wild. It was really strange. But yeah, you 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 definitely it's hard to hear the bass in that band. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, very
2: frustrating. Have you seen them live? No. Yeah, it's a great that, show. That seems weird that they can't do something about the bass being audible to you if you're wearing earplugs. I still because I'm mean, I'm sure it's a frequency thing, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Still, that seems like a thing you would avoid if you're, you no, know, yeah. mixing that sound.
0: I still couldn't hear it super clearly, but I could hear it a little better when my earplugs were out. So I I, I don't know.
2: Well, I don't and know. if you don't know the parts, if you
1: yeah. don't know what you're listening for, no, you're good gonna, luck. Yeah, it's because know. it's all similar tones, and and Dan Briggs, yeah, he uses a lot of effects, mm. so it kind of just mishmashes in. It's mm. yeah. lost a little bit.
0: But they were great, which leads me to what we're talking about today, which is the fact that uh, uh, I personally have been a metalhead for a large part of my life, and one of the first things that got me into metal was the genre new metal, whether or not I knew it or not. That <laughs> Speaking was, of mosh pits, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that that it was it was it was thrash metal and new metal that got me into metal initially.
1: Okay, so what were you listening to right before those things?
0: Um, I think you rap. Were, you rap. Yeah, rap and hip hop. When was yeah. your
1: NSYNC phase?
0: Uh, like when I was like uh, like in elementary school.
1: So the NSYNC into rap. Yeah, rap into thrash and new metal.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like there was like you know sprinklings of pop throughout all of this and sprinkle. But, but I didn't get into and spent rock as well. But I didn't truly get into metal until that point. Until I right. was until I was like in high school. I was I was coming out. I was like oh my god. Heard I heard Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth for the first time, and I was like what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then that led me. And I'd already heard System of a Down, so I already liked part of that. And then that led me into like really getting into the genre of new metal. So, uh, what is do you guys have a back background with new metal? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Did
2: you have a new metal phase? Uh, yeah, I think in high school, yeah, everybody that I knew, that was what people was new. You go to like whatever it was, uh, the festival that had every new metal band basically. Uh, Family Values.
0: Well, there was a few. Well, no, not that Edge Fest. Edge Fest. Yeah. Oh, Edge Fest. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess Ozfest too, right? Yeah, yeah Ozfest Oz too for a while. Um, yeah.
2: but yeah, like uh, the main thing is like System of a Down is the only one that like stuck with me necessarily. Right. Yeah, that I'm just like immediately like, yeah, that's great. Like,
1: I can't imagine you rocking out to Corn or out to Limp Biscuit.
2: No, no, that no, wasn't and really just lighting.
1: like <laughs> you trying to imitate. I would, I would pay money to hear you your best impression of Fred Durst.
0: I don't know how I would even do that. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it, it's it's such an interesting like style of music. Um, if you guys had to define new metal, how would you how would you define it? I have I have like a pretty a pretty dense definition of it because it's such a large thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's not uh, to boil it down to its most basic qualities. I would say it's rap metal.
0: Okay, is that, is that, is I think that... I could. Yeah. At its
1: most basic core, okay, Could three words or that. less. Yeah. Rap metal.
0: When the one that when the one band that sticks with you is System of a Down, which isn't really it's one not of really the rap metal, metal bands. Yeah. Wake yeah. up, grab a brush, up a little makeup. Uh, that's yeah. Kinda, no, that's kind of rapping. That's fair. Kinda, I'll, I'll, uh, that, that, that's that's the one that I'll say. Kinda. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we can start there. It's rap metal. Yeah, but it's so much more than that. Yeah. So. What's your definition?
0: New metal is a subgenre of alternative metal that fuses heavy metal music with other styles like hip-hop, grunge, alt-rock, hard rock, and funk. This heavy metal subgenre was influenced by and contains elements of synth pop, hardcore punk, jazz, rap metal, groove metal, and industrial metal.
2: It's fusion. That'll kind of make sense,
0: actually. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah call, tell so, tell like a fusion player that new yeah. metal is fusion. <laughs> They'll fucking lose their <laughs> mind, dude. Uh,
1: and for clarification, it's
2: spelled N-U.
0: And that's my first question of the day. Fuck. Why is it called new metal?
2: Because uh, it was the early 2000s and we were trying to be cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay hot topic
2: <laughs> ran out of ease
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good is that your final answer
1: <laughs> sure fuck it why not
0: okay so uh re- realistically it's because they just wanted to spell it that way because it just it, it just it, it specifically has to do with a revival of genre and and, and reviving of because like apparently that's used for like new jazz is a thing and i've new seen that jazz,
1: yeah. and it has the the the, the does it have double a dots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it some can, some places yeah. have that.
0: Yeah, so it, it realistically just has to do with the fact that people use nu new as like the is the way of this is like the uh, the revival of a style of music. Yeah, uh, which is weird because like I don't I think that metal hadn't really gone through a de, had it an incline or a decline like the incline would have been thrash but we were still in that in the 90s. Uh,
2: if you're thinking about like. Heavy metal, like in Black Sabbath, that kind of thing. That yeah. that would count. Even though that's not what this is or anything. But no, but that that went into hair metal, yeah. right? And that was like
1: unattainable for most people, right? But I mean, which is like, why everybody like grunge so much. That would be it why was there accessible. was a decline, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. exactly.
0: So uh, the. It's it's it to me. It feels more like the beginning of like what makes metal popular. Is yeah, new like metal. modern metal. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys do you guys know what some of like the the precursors the beginnings of new metal were like? If you had to guess, like, could you think? Could you, do you know like any artists?
1: I've thought about this. It's all Rick Rubin's fault. <laughs> it's all Rick Rubin's. <laughs> it's what, B- it's big boobin. It's one hundred percent big boobin's fault because <laughs> he fucking found Beastie Boys. Okay. The Beastie Boys. Had rock albums. They okay. had rap albums. Okay, and then the Beastie Boys uh, were influenced Run DMC to want to do rock stuff. Okay, who did Run DMC work with? Aerosmith, and they did Walk This Way. And the music I, I video. Didn't actually know that. Yeah, for the for, guess who produced that fucking song? Yeah, I can imagine who did. Big Boobin. Big Boobin. And oh. <laughs> the music video for Walk This Way with Run DMC and Aerosmith. Run DMC is in like a rehearsal space with no one there. Okay. And then Aerosmith is playing this loud concert on the other side of the wall, mm-hmm. and they break down the wall, which is supposed oh, to yeah, symbolize, yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah, sure. rap is popular now, and it's that was the first rap in the mainstream.
0: Sure. Okay. Okay. So uh, it's Rick Rubin's fault. I, I I like that. So there's there's. I there's, mean, a lot of things are. There are two yeah. really big precursors that everybody cited that I could find, <laughs> yeah. and they're and it's Faith No More. Yeah which is wild. I was like I listen I li- cuz I was like am I an idiot? And I listened to Faith No More but to like to, list, to like the prep for this and I was like I'm not hearing I kind of hear it. Well, but, we were
1: talking who's the singer of Faith No More? I can't remember his I name. I can not remember his name either. Um that's important. I should look that up. But but he raps sometimes. Well, okay, so there's
0: rapping, but I don't, I'm not hearing the metal thing in this. I'm no. hearing the I'm hearing the kind of rap and the kind of rock, but it's not it's it's so this to me, what I'm about to play for you guys is the <laughs> definitive beginning of New metal, in my opinion. Okay. Now. Mike Patton. Mike Patton, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was also in Dillinger. Right, okay, that's crazy. So, uh, everyone knows the band Anthrax. (laughs) You know the band Anthrax? Yeah. They're part of the big four of thrash metal bands, okay?
1: Slayer, Metallica, Anthrax. Megadeth. And Megadeth.
0: Okay, so Anthrax released an EP called I'm the Man. Have you heard about this? Mm -hmm. Do you know about this? This is a rap rock EP that they put out in 1987, and this is cited as one of the beginnings of new metal. One of the main, be- I'm, I'm like not. I'm, on, this isn't a on fucking paper, bit.
2: I guess that makes sense. This
0: isn't a fucking bit. This and this. This was. This wasn't like before. This is before new metal was even called new metal. This is before corn. Years before corn. This is "I'm the Man" by Anthrax. I'm just going to play a snippet of it.
1: They had no reason to do this.
0: Now this is uh, like no. They did. It was cocaine. <laughs> it was yeah, a lot of cocaine. Exactly. Um, <laughs> It's not playing. Hold on, I gotta solve this problem real quick. Uh, so it's it, it's <laughs> like all members of Anthrax rapping.
2: Yeah, Could, that, uh, that's weird. It, it is, is super weird. That's a very '80s. That feels like a very '80s thing about like, well, you know, uh, Rolling Stones. Do you guys want to do a reggae album? Like wait, and they yeah. probably be like, when yeah, true, like do the that. Police. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wait. Let's see if this works. And they all rap. They all have credits for vocals on this. <laughs> it's hilarious.
2: Was this their like normal producer or somebody else just came in and? It's probably fucking Rick Rubin. It's
0: produced by Anthrax. I think. I think oh, they okay. are the producers. No way, back, no shit, Who Beastie does it sound Boys? like? The they did, fucking Beastie they did Boys. It as a parody for the Beastie Boys. Yeah. So, so, like, so
1: this was out when when like all the Beastie Boys hits were out. This was this
0: was yeah, would have been the, yeah, yeah. This was supposed to be like a parody of Beastie Boys, uh, and like it doesn't, it, everything I read didn't say parody, but I'm like okay, just call it a fucking parody. It's a parody. It, it, do you hear this? But so this is I, I didn't listen to the whole EP. The first track is I'm the Man censored radio version. The second track is I'm the Man deaf uncensored version, <laughs> and the fourth track is I'm the Man extremely deaf ill uncensored version. <laughs> I didn't listen to the "Deaf Ill" uncensored version as I'm afraid of what Anthrax said.
1: And we do a lot of cussing on the show, but, <laughs> but even we're not
0: going to go. there. Even far. we're not going to go there. But I do suggest listen to the listen to the full "I'm the Man" deaf uncensored version by Anthrax. It is a treat. Is it, it is, just four songs? Uh, it is. Um, well, two. It's two. It's three songs and then Cotton mosh but live okay so it's it's
1: does it's is that the the name of it cotton amash live oh i thought it was cotton amash but but live
0: (laughs) but this time live but this time it's live (laughs) so so it's it's um it's the faith no more and anthrax that are the repeatedly cited beginnings of new metal which is wild to me
2: Uh, i i mean again that seems like on paper that's probably true but that doesn't seem correct you know like
0: well, I, I i think that I think that Dave's on to something with like the Rick Rubin and the Beastie Boys of it all for yeah. sure. Like the Aerosmith and like that that that, that all makes sense. Yeah. That all makes a lot of sense. But the the, the reality of like rap metal was that like because they say in like the definition of new metal it uses rap metal, and I'm like I think a lot of rap metal some some of it existed before this, but most rap metal came after this. Most of the big rap metal stuff was new metal bands working with. Like rappers, yeah. Yeah. that was like a lot of the whole thing. So, um, I mean, it 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 was inevitable that I think that this kind of happened, but it's very strange how we got there. Do you
1: have the collaboration that Anthrax did with uh, Public Enemy?
0: Uh, no, I don't have it pulled okay. up here. if but you've played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, yeah, yeah you've heard you it. You know yeah.
1: that stuff. Yeah. Uh, bring the noise, uh-huh. and you can hear like it's like Anthrax playing stuff and Flav of Flav coming yeah. in over it. It's like. Fucking crazy, but it all makes sense because the hip hop scene was underground, just like the punk scene was. Yeah, and most of yeah. the people that started the thrash scene were punk rockers, and or part of that underground to culture. To that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and and there's a there's a System of a Down song with Wu Tang Clan. There you go. Called called Shame. It's a great song. That's a great. <laughs> oh, uh, I
2: do, Yeah, I do remember that being a thing.
0: Yeah. So uh, I mean, this th- this kind of stuff happened, and it's going. It, like we'll, we'll see that it's going to keep happening a lot. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Now we're 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 into like the full beginnings of of the genre, which is corn. Pi- like corn is said to have pioneered new metal. That is like m- multiple music journalists have said corn is the pioneer of the yeah. genre. And it we've all sense. just kind
1: of decided on that. Yeah. But I wonder if it's the same thing as people saying that Black Sabbath started metal, and then metal
2: like true old school metalheads yeah. are like. Fucking Black Sabbath didn't start metal,
0: right? I, I, it could I be mean, that
2: that that'll happen longer term too. Yeah. The further away we get from it, yeah,
0: but. yeah, it could be the fact that that like the, it's just an easy answer, sure. Um, but I do think that I mean, like, Korn did do a lot for the genre. Corn was kind of like an introduction to a lot of um, a lot of the sounds. Like they, so w- the producer who worked on. Korn's first record, who was a thrash metal guitar player, and then pro- goes to produce so much stuff. I'll pull up his credits and read them to you. We talked about him actually years ago. Um, his name is Ross Robinson, and he produced the first Slipknot album as well. Oh. And, we, and, and if you go back into our old episodes, Dave and I did a, a Slipknot deep dive,
1: a very deep, yeah, deep yeah. Dive.
0: And and it, in the sessions with Ross Robinson, they talk about how Ross Robinson like. Pushed them to their edge because the beauty of Slipknot was the live sound, and his goal was to get the live sound out of them. So Ross Robinson is the producer on Korn's first album, it's self-titled, I believe, um, and he focused mostly on like getting the low-end guitar sounds. He wanted to make things heavy, dark, and emotional, um, and this was like the big, the big push. So we have we have a clip here uh, of the bass player.
1: Well, I want to yeah, I want to set this up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when Korn hit the scene and uh i would I would have been your friend that was listening to it, because like my my one of my childhood best friend and I would go into his father's garage with a CD player, turn on the corn record, turn off the lights, and mosh in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and there was table saws and shit around. Oh but we God. just thought we were cool and dam- we yeah, would never yeah, yeah. actually yeah. hit each other.. Sure, sure, we sure. Like, sure. I found him Ugh, like the tiniest little punch in the arm. Yeah. And it was just like, we're gonna fucking we start a band. We started yeah. a band called White Lies. It was going to be like, Metal as fuck, even though we couldn't play instruments yet. And uh, I remember hearing about the lore of like Jonathan Davis and like how he was like, I don't know. We thought it was cool that he was uh, sexually abused as a child, and like and 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 funneled (laughs) that into the. I'm sorry for saying that out loud, (laughs) but that's the fucking reality. That's how dumb I was as a kid. We thought it was cool that he was like a damaged person, and the music was so emotional, Uh and we were like going through puberty. So it was like I'm emotional too. I live in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway.
0: And this sets up the clip of the bass. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, not yet. So I remember
1: wondering, the thing that I thought was cool about uh, Nu Metal was the fact that some bands had DJs. Yeah. And I thought that Slipknot had a, or the, that Korn had a DJ. And maybe maybe they did. But it turns out what I was hearing, what that I thought was scratch noises, was Fieldy from Korn, the bass player. It was his tone. Okay. So that's why we have this clip Okay, this, so is, this is uh, his bass line from Freak on a Leash. It's the quote-unquote isolated bass track.
0: Quote-unquote.
1: I think I'm 90% sure this is actually what it is. Just wait.
0: Oh, my God. Jesus.
1: Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> huh. No notes. Yeah.
0: Very percussive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is he playing a four string in that picture or a five? It's a five That's string. It's a five. So he's got, th- I mean, they're down tuned to shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's
1: the bass tone. So And that happens throughout like their first three or four records. Right. And sometimes you can hear oh, like, it sounds like a DJ scratch. That's him just scratching the strings. Oh, my God. And so there is another video. We're not going to watch it here, but for anyone listening, check it out. There's him doing like a demo of how he gets a sound. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because it sounds bad. I'm but sure. it works really well in the mix.
0: That's insane. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, so like, it makes sense that you thought you heard that. Uh, uh, yeah, because
2: that's what that sounds like. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it's also like, it also, we'll get to it, but they, like, new metal bands had DJs. Exactly. So, like, it totally checks out that you thought you heard that. But it also goes into, like, the big, one of the big things you'll read every time you, like, look at, like, a, a new metal band, specifically a 90s new metal band, you'll see that, like, they're, like, um... Yeah, it's uh, detuned guitars and blah blah blah. It's like that's the th- that was the thing. Now that's like standard for metal bands. Oh yeah, but it's like that was the big thing back then. It's all, that was like
2: the new thing. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: all detuned guitars. All br- it's like it's super interesting.
1: Five string basses, seven string guitars. Yeah, yeah. we hadn't seen that shit. I remember getting Guitar Player magazine and cutting out pictures of of people from like Corn, like ads for their custom guitars, and counting it like oh it's seven string. Like at some point <laughs> uh, yeah. in in my foray of being obsessed with this shit. I could just look at a neck and go, "That's seven.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right?
1: It's like, "Fuck!" Yeah. I was obsessed with this. Yeah,
0: F- se- se- seven-string guitars were like a. That was like a. That was like Korn introduced that to the yeah. mainstream.
1: And then Slipknot ran with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 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 yeah. So um, Ross Robinson, back to him. He is ta- he's basically called the Godfather of New Metal because he produced everything. He's the much, Rick
1: Rubin of New Metal. He,
0: yeah, he's yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> he he's done every pretty much every especially large debut first new metal record don't think it did any of the lincoln park stuff i'll double check um but that's that's the thing so so backtrack we were talking about kind of the 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 low tune guitars but some other qualities of new metal for those who don't know which i'm sure some of you have heard like some new metal songs but there are things that kind of stick out as like oh yeah that's new metal largely being like we said like we said like the like the detuned guitars but also like the djs and also um this is one thing that i read a lot which is Focus on syncopation. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe. I feel like it's just like really rhythmic. I, I wouldn't say it's like it's like heavily syncopated.
1: It's less strumming. Yeah. It's not really full chords. Right. It's more like riffs on a couple of notes and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Which is also borrowed from hip hop. Yeah. Because they would take samples, which would only be like a little snippet. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, and so it's it, it's it's a much more rhythmic form of of doing like what, what metal was metal was already like supposed to be like this really fast aggressive thing in your face. Um, largely, it was fast. At least it wasn't always the most fast thing, but largely it was very fast. Um, and yeah, so it goes from being this fast heavy whatever in your face to being this kind of. Maybe a little bit slower, more groovy, low-tuned, uh, rhythmic idea, and also more melodic than your standard heavy metal was at the time. More singing going on.
1: Yeah, and uh, snare drum so tight.
0: <laughs> and a, well, that's that's your that's your quintessential '90s right there. Yeah, that's your '90s sound. Um, so right around '97 is when we start to rise to popularity as as new metal. Okay, so. Um, uh, bands like Limp Bizkit and Papa Roach, and I never heard of Cold Chamber, but they're on this list Dude. too. Uh, I listened to Cold Chamber. After you did? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
1: Fucking insane. Yeah. I uh, was also into that shit when I was a kid.
0: Listen to Cold Chamber, and I was like, oh, that's just another corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think
1: they were around before corn.
0: Well, it's funny because like I, I, they might have been, but reading, reading their bio, it was like it was it was it talked about corn like yeah. heavily. But so. Um, they all released, oh no, Cold Chamber couldn't have been because it says they released their debut album 97. Oh, okay. So they all released their debut album in 97 um, and then uh, Deftones and Slipknot are shortly after that in 99, I believe, um, and there's other bands that start to release all this stuff. Uh, the genre, what we said, was such a success that hip-hop started to become a part of it. Vanilla Ice, Cypress Hill, and then heavy metal bands like Sepultura, Machine Head, Fear, Fract- Fear Factory, Slayer all started to do this. Primus even started to like look into doing new metal. And so all of these bands, it had so such a huge success that all these bands and all these hip hop artists are starting to go. Should we do this? Yeah, exactly. Should we do this thing?
1: I mean, I mentioned it before, but the, the Family Values Tour that I think happened for two or three years. Uh, the the video that I sent in the chat today, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it's, I watched a
0: little bit of it too. I had to turn it off quickly. Yeah, it's fucking wild. <laughs> it's it was like Limp
1: Bizkit, Corn, uh, Ice Tea, or sorry, Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, Orgy, the band Orgy, which somehow their new metal.
0: Yeah, well, that's so that's a thing. A lot, a lot of bands I wrote down in my notes, and I would put question marks next to it, like, is this really new metal? Like, no shot. Like, <laughs> like Sugar Ray. Yeah. Sugar Ray is listed as new metal. Yeah, well, has, okay, I saw so, it
2: was listed there, but it, I guess it makes sense for some of the non popular songs. Sugar, yeah, Sugar Ray's single. Yes. Uh, what is
1: that? Um, Every Morning There's a Halo Hanging Over. I yeah, can not remember yeah. the name of the song. Yeah. That's like out of left field. But So they, that's they, like Iris for the Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo right. Goo Dolls are a punk band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, uh, I, I like, there's, there's so many bands that came out and also were, were, were flipping. I want to play uh, a little bit of, of a Slipknot song. We, everybody who's listening or is watching probably has heard some Slipknot song, but you might not have gone back and heard their first album. <laughs> uh, and there's a song on here that's the, it's a perfect example of the DJ thing and everything kind of coming together being heavy and all these mixtures, right? Um, so I'm going to play the song Eyeless, which is just pretty much just a DJ feature to start, um, it is please work there we go okay here we go here is eyeless
2: and what year is this
0: 99. so the drums you heard in the beginning are not the drummer they are the so the dj is doing and there's more DJ right there. Yeah. So every single person who has like ever like been a fan of Slipknot or has made fun of Slipknot will always be like, "Oh my God, why do they have so many people on stage?" <laughs> and I kind of well, get they, it.
2: They have a lot going on though.
0: I kind of get it because like why do you need two people playing a fucking trash can?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first guy owns the band
0: yeah and he sucks <laughs> he sucks big time <laughs> um, but so you've got you've got two people on the stage who are playing trash cans but you've got like the guy who is the DJ yeah. and for the first album he was fucking integral he, he all was all over like, the he place he carried the he album he was all over the fucking yeah. album and they couldn't have done so many of the stuff live without him Yeah. because he could play any of the stuff they were missing and so that to me whenever I think of like that album that to me is a quintessential new metal sound where right. you start to bring in more than just that if you took just the and like the, the, the rhythm guitar, yeah. that's metal. But once you bring in all the other stuff, now we're in new metal well, territory. And,
1: is this the one where it does does uh what's his what's Lisa Taylor Corey Taylor? Cory Taylor. Does he rap in this one? This is this one where we talk about Marlon Brando, or is that a different song? Um, yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, it's that one. It's like, he's yeah. rapping. Get to, Marlon, get, get to California without Marlon Brando's yeah, eyes. Yeah, 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 that So one. Uh,
1: I, I know why you would say that, because can you explain to the listeners and the watchers what jacket you're wearing? Yeah, yeah. I kept, so this kept is why Hagen's like this. this is quintessential new metal. I,
0: I kept getting to segue into that. <laughs> So I've been, I've, been do, I've been doing I've been doing I've been doing my my fits that are on theme and I know it's just like oh he's wearing all black and I'm wearing the ring wearing all black rings kind of shit uh, and I was thinking about painting my nails too and I was like I'm, I'm tired.
1: I was if I had time I was going to yeah. do full face paint <laughs> West Borland
0: so I uh I, I if you listen to our Slipknot deep Tide, you'll hear the story as well but I was a huge Slipknot fan growing up. And my mom, who's in the chat right now, put up with it and and supported my Slipknot fandom. And so much of the fact that she let me sign up for uh, being a maggot, which is a member of the fan club. It's Uh, like the Believers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but so everyone in Slipknot has their own numbers. So like Corey, Ta- Corey Taylor is not number one. I think sh- I think Clown is one.
1: Probably Clown. Uh,
0: but so everyone has their own number, and then every time they have a new member join, they get a new number, and so on and so forth. But in your fan club, you also get to be a number. So on my side of my jacket here, I have my patch with my official Slipknot uh, number, um, and yeah, it's, you
1: it's, are. Uh... I don't even know how to read that. <laughs> You're
0: And that's my maggot number. Because uh, I'm a huge Slipknot I was a huge Slipknot fan. I think, I, like, in general, I still am. There's just, I, it's just not my favorite thing always. But uh, yeah, I still have this jacket. I tried to put it on so I could just zip it up today, but it didn't do that. You
1: got it in high school. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe even before high school. It was high school. Okay, don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) Not worried about it. I was like, this will be cool if I zip it up. And it's just like, yeah, yeah.
1: I wouldn't even come close to fitting in anything from high school.
0: Well, this was... Massive on me in high school. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I walked around high school like I'm fucking cool. I'm was cool, I got
2: a big jacket. Huge.
0: Yeah, get
1: away from huge. me, man! I'm a maggot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was it was fucking huge. Um, so the success of new metal just continues for a while. Now I don't really want to talk about this for too long because I think we should uh, do a full episode on Woodstock '99. Mm-hmm. Woodstock '99 is one of those huge moments for new metal because look at all these fucking bands that are well, at this.
2: It kind festival. of legitimized it.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, and 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 even after all the controversy, all you know, the horrible fucking shit that happened, it's still like Limp Biscuit is a band we haven't said yet, and Limp Biscuit is still like fucking trending and selling out like crazy after all the shit that goes down at Woodstock '99. It doesn't matter. The, yeah, the, it's 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 such huge music. It just doesn't matter. Um, so. We get into the two thousands and we start to get bands like Disturbed, Mudvayne, Lincoln Park, Drowning Pool, System of a Down. All these bands stained, stained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: uh, so many of these bands were on Conan's late uh, late night show. And really, I, I, there was a news article about this like a couple like weeks or months ago about really? like why that was the case, and he's like, well, "I didn't like the music." He's just like, "I thought it was cool. They're doing what they want to do." And he's like, nobody else is going to book him. And they kept asking us. We were like, yeah, you guys can go play The Late Show. Oh, That's my God. That's fucking cool. That's crazy. Like, why not? Yeah, I mean, and I a, I think, a guitar uh, player. Yeah, multiple of them were back, like, for every new album release and stuff. It's just yeah, a different time. But that obviously helped a lot, too, I would imagine, for yeah. that audience being, like, seeing Man. the thing they want to see and being able to, like, you know, say, hey, I played this, you know, two gigs there. I can go play a, a show or do a tour. and yeah.
0: Yeah, and a lot of these bands, like you said, were a part of Ozfest as well. So this yeah. was this like like yeah, especially that period. Yeah, yeah. Woodstock '99 was a was a real uh, like a like a, like a real legitimizer, and then you get things like Ozfest. They're like welcome to the metal world. It's like it's like Grandpa saying we accept you, like you're yeah. good. Um, and then Ozzy's like,
1: I don't know what the fuck that is, but he's <laughs> Sharon Bucket. <book> it. <laughs>
0: it's popular Bucket. Book, book Slipknot. <laughs> so. So it, right around that same time too, you have tours like the Anger Management tour um, that has uh, Papa Roach, Limp Biscuit, Eminem, Exhibit. Yeah, uh, it's like it's what a tour, what a I know. What, what a time, what a time in life, <laughs> like that is insane. What I, a time
1: to be alive! Yeah,
0: it's the crazy. early two thousands. Um, wh- and so and so, which leads me to another question. So, uh, which new metal band had a best selling like like the best selling album of two thousand one? Linkin Park, Slipknot, System of a Down, Disturbed.
2: I think I know the answer. Uh, I want to say System of a Down, but I don't think I'm right.
0: Well, say it if you think it. No, I'm saying that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay.
2: I think it's Linkin Park.
0: It is indeed Linkin Park. Hybrid Theory. Hybrid uh, Theory. That, I was
2: going to say, I didn't know what year exactly. Did, did you but. get into that record? Yeah. Ugh. Oh.
0: Hybrid Theory was the best-selling debut of any artist in the genre. Also, the best-selling of 2001. It beat Sync that year. <laughs> That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Hybrid theory was that fucking big.
1: Well, I, I remember I remember thinking to or reading that uh, for a while on TRL. It's it's crazy that Linga Park got the best selling because for a while on TRL it was it was like they would have like the top ten or whatever, yeah. and Corn was always three. Yeah, because NSYNC and Backstreet Boys would pivot mm-hmm. between one and two. Yeah. So they called them like the number three band or something like that.
0: It's it, it's it's crazy, especially to think about how big that album is. And I put system on the list because uh uh as of last year, Tox- Toxicity is six times platinum.
2: Fuck. Yep. So like I love that record. Like too. that
0: was a good guess. Like yeah, Toxicity I just, came I, out I don't, the same year. I don't
2: remember the name or the not
0: the name. I don't remember
2: the years that anything yeah. came out. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Toxicity came out the same year, came out in two thousand one. It
2: just took a long time to sell. It
0: just it just yeah, not it took much. Lincoln yeah. Park just exploded. Yeah. Lincoln Park just just became this 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 fucking thing that everybody loved
1: dude i got that record and went to my local library because they had headphones and a computer because i didn't like i wasn't allowed to listen to it at home it had the explicit rating on it yeah yeah. yeah. and there's a song uh, where he says shut up when i'm talking to you mm-hmm. and he's fucking screaming it yeah my mom heard that and was like turn that fucking shit off right now <laughs> all right
0: and then you went shut up when i'm talking to you i will go to the library <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then i like had to hide the cd cover like i put it in and pretend i was just like playing these weird games on the computer that they yeah. just had built in, but really I was listening to hybrid theory. Yeah.
2: You're like about this like Minesweeper DVD. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was, I played Minesweeper and yeah. listened to that. Uh, yeah, it's on the CD. It's, yeah. it doesn't come built in.
0: Yeah. And 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 so like they like Lincoln Park was I think the thing that really pushed things into a lot of into like the main like pot like mainstream. It was already there, but Lincoln Park was this thing. Because one of the things about New Metal that really, like I already said, I think I said it was melodic, but one of the things that new Metal did really well was that it had these singers that could fucking sing. It had the, like, you know, most people I think, even now, are not drawn to metal because of the vocals. Yeah, And yeah. bands like Linkin Park, System of a Down, really brought people in because they had these singers that could actually, like, they might do the screaming thing, but they really could sing, and they sang melodies people loved and were addicted to right away. Yeah. Um, so right around the t- like 2003 2004 new metal as a whole starts to decline um the bands like lincoln park uh lincoln park godsmack evanescence that kind of shit stayed in popularity like that, th- that yeah, stayed the, good. the
2: big ones stayed, yeah
0: and yeah. and even thing even bands like slipknot and system stayed good but they started to go in other directions yeah. so like, well,
2: they had really dedicated fan bases yeah that some of these other artists like drowning pool probably doesn't have a Super dedicated fan base, right? Yeah.
0: So you look at you look at bands like 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 Slipknot and System of a Down, and they moved into this more hard rock category, is where they got placed a lot.
1: And maybe even would you say System of a Down ultimately just got more alternative?
0: Yeah, a little bit. I they mean, kind of
1: the, even their edges out a little bit. It wasn't as cocainey. Yeah.
0: yeah. You listen to like Volume Three, and you're like, that's a different band than the first album in yeah. a lot of ways. You can hear like the like the the connective tissue. But it is it, they they went this direction that was gonna let Corey sing more because Corey was singing on some of the stuff before, but not as much. So yeah. he was singing more. There was more melodic stuff. The production changed. It was it was a, it was a totally, Rick Rubin. yeah yeah Rick Rubin <laughs> right exactly. They hate Rick Rubin. <laughs> and System of a Down did System mes- of a
2: Down got more money well, to produce albums. Well, they did
0: Mesmerize and Hypnotize, yeah. and that was their that was their departure from the new metal world.
2: Wait, didn't Rick Rubin do Toxicity
1: as well?
0: I think he did. I think so. Um, but he you know he like even though mesmerized and imitized still had like kind of like the weird shit in it yeah it still was a departure from what they had been doing. right it, before. it, it was it was uh, dick
2: it seemed like it's more polished i guess would be the right word
0: yeah yeah it was more polished and and it definitely again fits in that more hard rock category and lincoln park stays alive doing whatever they want to um, They 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 do the jay-z thing um they 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 go down more of a pop route which made a little people uncomfortable they still stay in popularity that way where, as every other like Limp Biscuit died, like yeah. <laughs> like and, and there's a quote from Fred Durst in 2012, the singer from Limp Biscuit. He said, "Here's the deal: say in 2000 there were 35 million people who connected to this band. Twelve years later, lots of those people have moved on. We were a moment in time, and it's over." <laughs> and I mean, he's right. It's over. It's, I mean, it's it better was to done. know
2: that than just you know deny it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and so this kind of time period. It, people have referred to some of these, some of the bands that were existing as new metalcore, which is like really fucking annoying. We already have a really like new metal is already such a fucking giant word to be used for so much stuff. And the reason that came to be was because bands like Kill Switch Engage, Lamb of God, these kinds of metalcore bands were starting to gain popularity. Emo bands were starting to gain popularity. And so these new metal bands couldn't really find their footing. So some of these bands were starting to get new metalcore as their genre, which is just dumb. Really stupid. I mean,
2: this goes back to that whole thing about genres
0: are dumb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because, like, you know, New Metal had its, like, like in so many ways, Fred Durst was right. New Metal had its moment. Like, every kind of, like, niche genre did, and it probably will happen again at some point. Yeah, it's like
1: grunge. It's like yeah, hair metal. It's yeah. like jazz. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think jazz will have another moment, but.
0: <laughs> in some people's eyes, jazz continues to have a I was say, like it never has, it has never has has hasn't had a moment. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this does bring me to the new metal revival, uh, which is a question mark revival. I, I, I put in the notes revival. I don't know it's if it new, is new new metal. But there there are there are definite acts that I, that I think are doing something really special with what we could call new metal. Um, do you guys? This is another game. Can you name one new metal revival act? Uh, um,
2: I, I, I don't should. think I would. <laughs> I'm thinking. About
1: what's that that new uh, new the festival they had? Like the New mm. Metal Festival.
0: Wait, the not when we were young, but no, the other one. It's the other one. Yeah. yeah. The
1: other one. Brave yeah. New, yeah. new World or something like that. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. There was that a was band it. there that everybody was so excited to see that they were claiming were New Metal, but I can't remember their name. I don't
0: remember who that was. Was it Vain FM? No. Okay. Yeah. A lot of bands like Vain FM are getting placed into this style. But realistically speaking, I think that what is actually happening in the genre of New Metal uh, in the revival, is we are getting into what we, something we talked about a couple weeks ago, which is hyper-pop. Yeah. There are artists that who are sense. including n- metal into these crazy poppy songs. And I say the word poppy because that's an artist I'm going to play for everybody. Poppy. Is Poppy. Um, so Poppy has an album called I Disagree. She also has an album called <laughs> Am I a Girl? And both of these albums have these huge, like, metal moments in them, as well as being pop records. Are you going to
1: play the one part where...
0: Uh, I was just gonna play the first song, okay, but yeah. uh, I I I could I could go to the here. I'll actually let me see if I can find that part. I don't know if I will though. Um, I think it's in this song.
1: So you hear this and you go, "This isn't metal." Yeah, it's not what jazz is. Same singer, everybody. Yeah.
0: So. It went from what it was before to this, and you might think like some metal just does that, some pop does that, new metal does.
1: That's the part. Go. Yeah.
0: So that's like that's what she does, uh, but there's like these songs. Uh, was it this one? Let's fast forward a bit.
1: This could be between the very. This is metal.
0: Yep. And now it's not. Yeah. So artists like this really fit into this like this hyper pop thing right but it is quote unquote new metal revival right so i highly suggest anyone who's into any sort of metal check out poppy um
1: i I and i think part of it could be because the reason it might be getting labeled this way is that a lot of times a genre that will define a decade or maybe a decade and a half or two decades along with it will come a style yeah so there's very much a grunge style it's very much a hair metal style there's very much a new metal style. Yeah, it's it's again closely related to skateboard culture, where you have jinkos and and braids, and for some reason white people having dreads. And <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that sucks. By the eye, way, eyebrow rings. <laughs> yeah, and just piercings and tattoos and stuff like that. So a lot of the new metal, st- the new new metal, that aesthetic is coming back into play. Yeah, we're seeing kids wearing baggy jeans. Yeah. Uh, people are painting the, their fingernails all the painted nails the rings everything yeah, yeah. I hope we lose the eyebrow rings though I don't want
0: those back I think they're they're, they're gonna stay they stay so some other like people who might be who might be considered like revivaling or revivaling reviving uh, revivalists revi- revivaling <laughs> I'm going with revivaling some people that might be considered revivaling new metal uh, it is Poppy like I said uh, Rina Sawayama I listened to some of her today uh very cool, v- yeah. definitely very hyper-pop, but behind every song is like a riff. It's really That's cool. cool. Um, and then we talked about Dorian Electra in the hyper-pop episode, um, and I didn't realize that Dorian Electra was doing m- like the new metal fusion, but uh, definitely is, so uh, if you want to check out what people are kind of listening to now, and because so, you, you, you check out like artists like Poppy, and it's like, Poppy definitely listened to to this. You know? Yeah. Poppy was, like, was almost certainly raised on metal. And to, like, the creation of this makes perfect sense. Right. And to kind of even solidify further that there might be a revival kind of happening or has happened or will happen is that um, like Gen Z is Googling the word, apparently. Like it's uh, trending. Yeah, and in, in 2003, <laughs> New Metal was reported to be uh, at the highest it's been Googled in nearly 20 years. And it's not just from today, I promise. not just from the research.
2: <laughs> and Limp Bizkit is becoming popular well, again. It's, yeah. yeah, it's the right. Everybody who grew up with that is the right age to be making new stuff. Yeah, right. And to be able to do that, also. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's also like the thing where like things come in like 20 year trends. Yeah. Like
1: the 20 year cycle. Yeah. Pop punk is coming back.
0: Like yeah, things from the 90s are coming back. But it's interesting because musically speaking, like pop punk has gone more into the pop route and and just using a little bit of the punk stylistic rhythmically. But this feels like we could actually take this like kind of this like bipolar nature of like a pop artist or a hyper pop artist and just include some riffs in there. And it's like, wow, cool. This is new metal again. Yeah. That's what that is.
1: I, I just wish that there were still, uh, things like MTV. Yeah. That we could, that kids could have to reference. TikTok. Well, it's TikTok. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like,
2: yeah, that's all encompassing with for everything.
0: Sure, for sure. So
2: you mean some kind of like place where like, you know, culture is defined kind of exactly or like, just as much as, you know, yeah.
1: That was for me, it was much music. Yeah, because, yeah.
2: like, not even having MTV, that was still where, like, that music culture came from. Absolutely. It didn't Absolutely. matter necessarily. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like you're going to hear new metal on the radio right away. No. Right. Or or at At all all. at all. Yeah, well, they had new metal like you know Sirius XM when that you would hear pop around stuff. Yeah,
1: Yeah. you would hear that last resort. Yeah, yeah, fuck
0: yeah, dude, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, the final thing I have is what is it about new metal? Like, why do we like it so much? Why do people like new metal? Why does it? Why is it more accessible than other forms of the genre metal? What makes it? Like we talked about the singing, is that but that can't just be it, right? What is what is it about new metal in you guys' eyes that I mean, brings in people in?
2: A lot of ways it's kind of metal light okay. in that it's not as heavy and it's not as aggressive. There's plenty of it that is aggressive, but it's not like screaming and yelling in your face, kind of. And that's the impression a lot of people have of metal if they don't listen to actual right. metal. They're like, Well, metal was, you know, Black Sabbath when I was growing up and that was great, but then everything else is too heavy now, and you're like, Well, yeah. You should listen to like New Metal, they would probably like that, that kind of thing. It,
1: it feels less uh like a showcase of the talent of the musician and more uh an expression of aggression.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like frustration with society. I can't believe we haven't talked about Rage Against the Machine as an example. That's influence a good point too, because the metal. time yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. the time of New Metal was very much a like I don't know. What's the right way to say it? Like a trend? What, you can say true. We uh, can say trend. Uh, Yeah. A trend of like being angry about <laughs> culture and, yeah. you yeah. know, the country and things. That was, you know, George W. Bush and all that. Exactly. Yeah. It, it is very much of its time in that regard, which yeah. also kind of works for right now. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I would say it's that. It's, it's also accessible. It's like grunge was.
0: Yeah. From yeah.
1: new metal to grunge, or like then we have thrash to, you know, all those other kinds of metal to new metal. It's like, oh, I can play this too. Right. I just have to buy a seven string guitar. I can write riffs. Uh, my friend over here can rap or really right. wants to, but they also can kind of scream. Yeah. So yeah. let's start a band.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I definitely, uh, I think that the accessibility of just how the songs are written is one thing. I think that like, you, you kind of hit on one thing too, where I think that these are more songs than a lot of what metal was. And that's not supposed to be a dig at a lot of it. But like you listen to old Black Sabbath tunes and like, there's no way they're under five minutes, and most of that five minutes is probably jamming or some like feedback. Three minutes of an intro nothing. droning sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You listen to any Metallica song, even now, but you look at Thrash in general. Thrash <laughs> either follows like the the, the the punk formula, like Slayer does a lot of like the in and out kind of kind of shit. Yeah, um, but there's not a lot of like song substance that exists. Exactly. And and Metallica does the the opposite where it's all very long stuff that's like
2: yeah for
0: two fucking minutes um, <laughs> and that's 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 just the intro to the fucking song yeah. So but like they they there's not a lot of song work I think Metallica knew that whenever they did the Black album yeah because Bob they,
1: Rock yeah exactly <laughs> he, yeah he knew it
0: yeah because they because they were able to get songs together yeah. versus you know the, the alternative where I think a lot of these new metal bands I mean I think I think about like System of a Down, I think about Slipknot, I think about Korn, I think about Papa Roach, I think about any of these bands that we listed and many more that we haven't. And everybody just thinks about, yeah, this fucking song. I love this song. Whereas like Metallica, it's like, you know, you just, I love for whom the bell tolls. Okay, well, what's the second half of the song? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like do you know what that sounds or like? Or did you
1: just watch Stranger Things? Oh,
0: I love Master <laughs> of Puppets. Do you do you know what happens after like the, there's a bridge the in first, that like, song? Minute. Yeah, 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 like it's like it's cool if you don't. That's not to, not meant to be a dig. It's more of like a dig at the song. The song doesn't draw you in to actually listen to it.
1: I think it's also coming back because it it's it's kind of takes a stab at meme culture. It could fit in there. Yeah. It has a place. Yeah. Totally. Like like Fred Durst now looks like a caricature of himself yeah. on purpose. He has a perm. Yeah. He wears like disguises. He doesn't have like the stereotypical starter hat, like yeah. the backwards starter hat that got I so popular. should have fucking
0: done the backwards hat today. Damn, that <laughs> fucking, Oh, that but fucking pisses me off. The,
1: the other thing is for some reason it's connecting with the youth, like the culture, uh, yeah. because it seems inclusive, but there's a lot of shit in those songs that, that is, is not, not inclusive. Yeah. But then it... Creates more of an enigma because Limp Bizkit covered uh, a George Michael song. Right. Like Faith. Yeah. I thought that was a Limp Bizkit song. It's a George Michael song. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. You, dude, can <laughs> we? So uh, if we can, yeah. if I can spur this on you, let's play a little bit of Faith by Limp Bizkit. It might be called You Gotta Have Faith because I know that's what he says I'll just in type the in course. Faith Limp Bizkit. And yeah. I'll sure so see what comes up. up. So I remember loving this song. It's just called Faith. Yeah, that's,
0: that, that's it, right?
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember uh, we had like my first family computer. My brother had this music player called Winamp. I don't know if you guys ever used yeah, that, that was but great. he had a bunch of. It was great. He had all these songs on it, and I remember listening to this song like a thousand times.
0: You want me to start from the top.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Why not? Okay. I might tell you to skip ahead. Yeah. Here we go. So we'll just hear a little bit of Fred Durst's intro. We'll get to the chorus. You know, don't bore us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I. Fuck it. The music video for this is like a real fun time.
0: Dude, that's Okay, so great. let's go to the chorus. Like, oh my God. I love it. Skip ahead that. a little
1: bit. Okay, we're almost there. Here we go. This is great. Get ready, folks. It's pretty much, you know, you're like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Here we go.
2: Okay, now let's go to the George Michael version. Okay,
0: okay, 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 okay. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, Which, I thought
2: this was one of those like reverse cover kind of things, like we talked about last week.
1: No, no, it's not. Uh, I mean, that would be great if yeah, that's where I know. that
0: started. That, that would be great.
1: So uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I should add this to the list. We should also do maybe an episode on Wham. Oh yeah, because it's like a short-lived thing. Yeah, that's it's true. Pretty crazy. That's true.
0: Okay, you okay. ready? Here's yeah, here Faith by George Michael. <laughs>
1: It Supposedly. still says Limbiscuit.
0: It'll change. <laughs> I love that I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not lying to you. I hope <laughs> um, somebody
1: tunes in at this point and they're like, "What the?
0: I did not realize this was the intro."
1: Me neither. <laughs> I don't know that little, I've heard. This is this. how little that we know. The, this uh, this is, is, is the record version. I'm sure this wasn't on the single.
0: Yeah, there's no way this was like on radio. I can't believe this. <laughs> I gotta skip this. This is
2: like 30 <laughs> seconds of it. There we go. So you can hear it, right? Yeah,
0: yeah you can hear it for sure. You can for sure yeah, that's It's definitely like that kind of vibe. Like that yeah. Still says Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah. It's George Michael,
1: it's not Limp Biscuit, okay?
0: That's so funny. Don't email us. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Let's go to the let's go to the Oh yeah. Oh I wanna hear where it gets to the Oh they're the snaps.
0: Yeah. Woo! There we go. That's nice.
1: This is like fucking early 80s, I think. This is where it would get really heavy.
0: <laughs> Okay, where's the screaming? I have That's it. <laughs>
2: all right, we're good gonna just that. Just quieter.
0: That's so funny. So
1: it's like they, the, it, it was a different. The LGBTQIA plus community was not welcomed by the new metal community. No. I yeah. would, I would venture to guess.
0: No, no, I, I, I mean, like, like I said, we should do a full episode on the, on like the Woodstock '99 of it all. But I'm pretty sure that was a thing at Woodstock. Though, yeah. First yeah, that came up. So,
1: so I don't know. There's so much about it. That doesn't make sense. So maybe that's what the youth are connecting with now. The yeah. youth. I the love youth. saying that. <laughs> the youths. The, the youths.
0: youths. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that 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 definitely plays some part. It's kind of like retaking the genre in this new way. Not only yeah. can we retake it musically, but we can also retake it um, and and give it new meaning.
1: Yeah, bring it into 2023.
0: Yeah, give it give it a whole new flip because like bands, like, like a lot of these new metal bands still exist. Slipknot's still a band. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. System had like a, a, a you know they released two songs and they toured and shit. Yeah, and they
1: they played at that festival. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so like you know the, these bands are still doing things, but it's just not you know it's it's not the same as it once was. And even yeah. if even if System of a Down released a new album. I think everyone would be so excited about it, but who knows if it'd be met with any sort of thing other than just like excitement. I bet people would be like, Oh, it's not as good as I wanted it to be. Well, yeah. You yeah. You're going
1: to, that's, it's metal. You're going to get yeah. that oh, it's across also like all what? the
2: yeah. genres of metal 20 years since they did their last album. Right. right. Yeah. So. Oh, that's
0: it's so close. It's close. Yeah. Close 20 years. That's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that. that's our, that's our new metal for you. That's a, that's all I got on new metal.
1: And Deftones are still putting out stuff. Oh, too. Deftones too. Yeah, That's really yeah.
0: Good. I keep forgetting Deftones. They they are they are like uh, they, they they were early. I, I always forget how early they were. They were <coughs> early, like you know pretty early well, in the process. Early and they 99. lasted longer. Yeah, as
2: like a like just being relevant. I feel like, like they. I, I I'm gonna look this up.
1: I think they started as a band before Corn did.
0: Oh, they did. They oh, started probably. in the '80s. Yeah. They started yeah. in the '80s, but I think their first release was. In the '90s, somewhere, oh, okay. I just don't remember where it was. Um, We're both looking it up. You yeah, got, I got it. it. I got it. They they <laughs> formed in '80. They formed in an '88, yeah. and then um, it looks, took a while to put
2: out an album.
0: The album was recorded in '94. Adrenaline. Oh, but okay. So uh, around the fur is their first album that is like is a new metal album. Yeah. So they released they released Adrenaline in '96. It looks like or '94, and then uh, Around the Fur came out in '99. Uh or ninety seven, sorry. Yeah. And that kinda lines up. Yeah. 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 Uh but yeah, that's 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 new metal. I, I, I'm I, I'm a such a big fan. I love it. yeah, metal. I
2: think it, it has its place yeah. in my in my heart. Yeah. I think it was an, a thing that we all heard a lot growing up to. So it's yeah. it's gonna be an influencer a thing that you like and you're yeah. like yeah I, I remember those songs those are great like yeah if, kind of
1: it's the closest thing that we were going to get to like counterculture yeah it exactly. felt like ooh I shouldn't it be felt listening like to it. this yeah, yeah. it's like that and then Blink 182 and all that stuff like the pop punk shit pop punk world yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: exactly well awesome I, I I I'm 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 glad we talked about this. This was this is something that I was like, oh man, this is this could be really fun, or it could be like, oh, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> could have been it's, a, it's, a five minute episode. It's <laughs> yeah. funny that
1: we we've not really talked about how we had that in common.
0: Yeah, that's we, weird. We never really talked about that. That's and wild.
1: I'm surprised that you enjoyed it. I yeah, like I the metal it, when you were a kid because you were probably still, you were probably already into Bowie at that point. Uh, <laughs> a little bit, but I
0: mean.
2: <laughs> You know yeah
1: yeah i i
0: like I, I
2: think also having like grown up listening to classic rock this felt like a new a new thing like it felt yeah. distinct yeah. and different and so yeah, that was cool probably so.
0: another another big thing about it that draws people in is that it feels it doesn't feel like you're listening to heavy metal it's like you're listening to rock it's, yeah. it's it might it, be, it be is considered own, like this
1: classic thing rock. rock yeah it uh, is at 100
0: man that's a, that would be fucking weird to hear someone yeah. <laughs> slip knots classic rock well Holy i mean
1: shit.
2: you know a lot of th- a lot of shit is like nirvana's People I mean, you were talking that about
1: classic rock. You yeah. were talking
2: about the twenty-year cycle, but then you said '90s, and I was like, oh, "That's thirty years ago." So. That's fucking thirty years ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> '90s '90s started coming back. Maybe maybe it's a thirty-year cycle. I thought I thought it was. Yeah, no, I, cycle. it's it's like twenty thirty years. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. '90s are the '90s have been in for a while. Yeah, we might be leaving soon, but.
1: <laughs> so then what? It's just going to be into like the two thousands, fucking two thousands. Yeah. Ugh.
0: That was a which I don't know how you can how you could try to like repeat the two thousands art. Without having like another 9 11. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that's the episode. <laughs> Say, I'm just saying that's like that's like that was such, that was such a thing that pushed so much yeah. art. Yeah, you, you got
2: something for Trent Reznor to be mad at. Yeah, I yeah, mean, so then we'll so, get some more. Of Mike who's chem. gonna be the president. He's gonna be mad at
0: so yeah. much art pushed that stuff. It's like it, it's you know like a lot of the art that came from that time was people being upset about yeah. either side and making make, making art from it. Yeah, I guess you could say that 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 kind of is happening now in some form, but yeah, it's different though. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's very different. It's very
1: different.
0: So what are you listening to? Oh shit. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm still, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show last week. Did I talk about Coulter Wall last week? Uh, or was that on Friday?
0: Uh, I think it was on Friday. It was on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I've been listening to this uh, country singer named Coulter Wall, and he just put out a new album that for some reason Apple Music won't load, so I can't tell you the name of it. It's <laughs> a good title. Here we go. It's uh, Little Songs by Coulter Wall. And I recently, for some reason, jumped back into Silver Chair. Uh, the band from the 90s, and their last record, Young Modern. I enjoy it. My nice. wife doesn't. <laughs> Take that with a uh, grain of salt.
0: <laughs> um, on uh, on our Friday live stream, one of our chatters, Gary, shout out to Gary, uh, gave, Bear. gave us a couple of suggestions that day to listen to. One of them was, uh, I Care So Much That I Don't Care At All by Glaive, G-L-A-I-V-E. Um, and it's, it's like the description is teenage hyper pop, uh, but it also has like this like pop punk cring- like like a like, little bit to it. It's, it's really nice. I'm not fully convinced that I love the album yet but uh, i there are parts of it that i'm like this is great and there are parts of it that i'm like the first the first song i'm not sold on
1: we tried to listen to it my oh, wife and you? i did yeah. you yeah and we were just like uh uh-uh. uh
0: the first song the first song was like i got to get through it cuz you like you liked it mm-hmm. i like i liked parts of it on friday so get through it get to it and like the 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 back half of the album all i do is my best all the way actually i would say from the title track i care so much that i don't care at all all the way down i really liked especially the prom great song hmm. um and, and I've I've been doing, like, because I can't stop it to listen to most of the time when I'm driving somewhere. So I've just been putting my, like, my 2023 replay from Apple Music on because that's the thing they just keep updating for you, which I really, oh, really? like. Yeah. Oh, cool. I like that they just keep updating that so I can just keep listening to what I've been listening to yeah. this year. Um, and uh, I've been reminded of a number of things that I just, like, on, the year's not been that long, but no, but
1: this happens to us every year. Yeah. It, does, it does. Oh, that record came out that year.
0: Um, but there is a, a a metal band called Invent Animate that put out um, an album called Heavener, and it is excellent. Um, I I couldn't suggest it an, an, enough for anyone who's. A, a lot of people are giving. There's a, there's a big big discourse in the metal community right now. Uh, a lot of people love it. There's like a small group of people that that don't like it, but I think it's a great album. Um, they sold out their tour in like a day um and they're oh. from Corpus Christi I believe of all places oh, weird. it's super interesting I'm glad they got out. <laughs> I, I <think laughs> they still live there but uh, well but they're they're going <laughs> they're, places they're going places yeah. yeah and there's a couple other releases that I've been listening to but I want to give them some more time with them like the Johnny Booth one and stuff like that so some more time with that Adam what you got
2: what do you got I've been listening to Blur's new album uh, oh. the Ballad of Darren which is great it's great uh, it's very to me it seems very uh, David Bowie influenced sounds a lot like bowie on a couple songs uh also feels very heavily influenced by arctic monkeys last two albums so if you like those or any bowie stuff it's it's really good it's very different from their other albums um but i think that's great so
0: cool very nice anybody got anything else no excellent Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it so much. If you haven't already, please uh, subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. If you're watching here on YouTube on the live stream or watching the VOD, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Remember to like the YouTube video and like the stream as well. Both of these things, all of these things, help us out a fuck ton. Uh, If you're on social media, you can find us on Instagram, DFTA Podcast. On Instagram, uh, Don't Feed the Artist on TikTok. Uh, and if you want to say hi, give us topic ideas. Leave a comment, DM us, or email us at New Metal Is Back at don'tfeedtheartists Really, you can email us at anything at don'tfeedtheartists and we'll get the email. And if the subject, if, if if the name of the email is funny enough, we'll read it on the show. Right? Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah.
2: Instead of saying like who emailed us, we'll be like, you know, so and so emailed David Bowie sucks at don'tfeedtheartists yeah, 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 yeah. David yeah. Bowie
0: had it. Don'tfeedtheartists dot Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so please email us, follow us on socials, follow us on all the podcast apps so you get notified right away in your podcast view whenever we release something, and same thing on YouTube. Uh, and thank you so much for being here. Wait,
1: what? we won't be doing Fridays because Moniker is going to be yeah, on the road. Oh, are on
0: promos, promo time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if you're if you're if you're, if you're going to watch if you like you like the fun Fridays, it's not happening this week. Dave and I'll be on the road. For anyone who lives in Austin, Texas. Uh, moniker will be at Valhalla on on Thursday July 27th if you're in San Antonio we'll be at happy Place uh, on July 28th and if you're in Dallas we'll be at double wide
1: not grapevine
0: yeah just yeah. Dallas just Dallas July 29th. All of these shows are with our friends from Louisiana, makeshift, tape deck. They are awesome people. So come, if you're in those cities, come support, come see us. At the very least, just pay the cover and dip if you can't stay. So that way our Louisiana friends can make the trip a little more worth their time.
1: Just dip in and yell, your podcast sucks, and then pay the cover and get the fuck out.
0: Yeah, I would actually love that. that yeah, would be that talking, would be pretty that great. That yeah, would yeah. um, So please, if you're in Austin on Thursday the 27th, uh, uh, San Antonio, Friday the 28th, Dallas the 29th, Come through, come hang out, come say hi to us. We'd love to see you. If you say that you listen to the podcast, I might get, I might just give you a free shirt. You never know. Ooh. Yeah. Even though Jackson, who runs the merch, is on the show anymore, he, I, I'm going to say that. Yeah, it's he's going to be like what, what, the, what podcast? At the, at the very yeah. least, I'll pay for it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We appreciate you so much. And uh, uh, fuck off. Get rid of town. I really wish I had a, like a DJ thing. I could do like a like a I, oh I do like I loop have, some of it. I uh, know I've got like a. Fuck <laughs> off! That kind of works. New metal for That's you. That's great. Maybe. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>